able to kind of work with a group of people in, an, in a more intimate way is really neat. And being able to go to all these different destinations across Colorado as part of work is, is pretty awesome. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of the Keynotes Podcast. I'm Marcus Chavez, Communications Director for the Keystone Policy Center. Before we begin, I have a couple of items of business to address. First, I have to apologize for the delay in between episodes of this podcast. I'm trying to post a new episode every two weeks, at least until the summer, but sometimes interviews fall through or my other daily tasks take priority. Bottom line is, I'll do my best to post a new episode every two weeks, except for when I don't. Second, we got some pretty exciting news last week about the podcast. Keynotes Stories of Collective Impact was named a 2021 gold winner of the Hermes Creative Awards. The Hermes Creative Awards is one of the largest creative competitions in the world. It is administered and judged by the Association of Marketing and Communication Professionals. We're thrilled to receive this award, especially since we're essentially in this podcast's infancy. And while I wish I could take all the credit, this is really a recognition of the incredible work of Keystone and our partners. These stories are compelling because they are real-life examples of people coming together to make real and lasting impact. Many of these stories have me recalling a line from one of my favorite movies of all time, the Penny Marshall classic, A League of Their Own. Believe me when I tell you that I could talk about this movie for hours. But for now, I'll just stick to one moment, when Dottie Henson, played by Gina Davis, decides to quit playing baseball because her husband has returned from serving in World War II. People who know this movie know exactly where I'm going with this. Anyway... As Henson is leaving, her manager, Jimmy Dugan, played by Tom Hanks, chastises her for quitting. Her response is that it just got too hard. And he looks her dead in the eye and he says, It's supposed to be hard. If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. I tell you, I get chills every time I watch it. But I share this because I think it speaks to the reason why these stories resonate. Because they are about the people choosing the harder path. They are people committed to a common goal. And they are committed to doing the work required to reach that goal. These stories are great because what these people are accomplishing is hard, especially in our current divisive era. And personally, it's my honor to be the one to share these stories with you. do have a cool story to tell you about today that dovetails on what we talked about last time. If you recall, the last episode of Keynotes highlighted Keystone's Common Higher Ground Workshop, a training seminar that teaches emerging leaders how to harness the power of collaborative action. The point of that episode, from my perspective, was that these unique set of leadership skills are learned skills that don't necessarily come naturally. Our goal with these capacity-building initiatives is to create lasting impact in all sectors of society by teaching leaders how to work collaboratively both within and outside of their organizations. Today's episode will highlight another capacity-building program led by Keystone, but it is focused entirely on one industry. It is an industry that is vital to the economy in every state, but more so in a state like Colorado. The industry is tourism, and while it was obviously significantly impacted by COVID-19, it already had its own set of challenges prior to the pandemic, including relying on a transient and oftentimes untrained workforce. So, to activate the full potential of Colorado tourism, the Colorado Tourism Office, back in 2017, decided to create a leadership program for the industry's workforce. The program was created for aspiring leaders with a demonstrated commitment to a career in the tourism industry and a passion for sharing the Colorado experience and Keystone was tapped to develop and facilitate that training program. Johanna Rackett-Gibbs, a senior project director for Keystone, shares some insight. 
Keystone was asked by the Colorado Tourism Office to develop um, a leadership program, so a year-long program for tourism professionals um, to grow their careers and really looking ahead to, you know, workforce challenges in the tourism industry today and in the future. This grew out of their strategic plan um, and leadership in the in the office and on the board was really behind, you know, sort of creating this this mechanism to, to support and grow leaders in the uh, tourism industry across the, the state. As I mentioned earlier, the tourism workforce tends to be more transient than other industries, and the current experienced leaders in the industry are starting to either move on or retire. It is that area of leadership that the leadership training program tends to focus. Callie King-Newman, a senior project manager for Keystone who also works on this project, and whose voice you heard at the top of this episode, shares more. One thing that we've seen in Colorado and why the tourism office wanted to put together this program is um, there tends to be a lot of attrition within that industry. Um, A lot of the executive directors and higher ups within that industry are kind of of the age where they're aging out. So we're really kind of focused on that upper management, middle management level um, folks who have already had some experience within the tourism industry in Colorado and really uplifting them, providing them with more skills and hopefully creating a larger bench and and pipeline of our um, next leaders who will be the directors of our um, various tourism offices and tourism related uh, businesses and industry. The year long tuition based program is called the Colorado tourism leadership journey. It is comprised of five experiential learning opportunities around the state, monthly small group meetings, one-on-one mentoring, assigned readings, and an action leadership project. Johanna further explains. In the components of the program, you know, exist those elements, but then we're really aiming those elements to help participants build uh, leadership skills, creative problem solving, Uh, how to be a better listener, how to be better at communicating, you know, what does emotional intelligence mean and how do you uh, build your capabilities in that area Um, and really develop a better self-awareness about, you know, yourself as a person, but also what your role is um, as a leader. If you've been a loyal listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've noticed a trend. The keystone way of leadership engagement does not rely on having a couple of instructors lecture you. Participants in our program learn from other participants, mentors, and leaders. And from this peer-to-peer learning, we have seen networks and friendships grow. These networks strengthen Colorado's competitive advantage through development of a stronger, more unified tourism industry that is even better equipped to serve as one of the state's leading economic drivers. Callie explains more. And then another unique aspect of the program is when the participants aren't meeting together in those five experiential Um, sessions throughout the year. They also are put into small groups of four or five where they meet monthly um, and talk about issues within the tourism industry, talk about their own personal growth, leadership style, um, what they're learning. And I think one of the really interesting things we've heard is that they tend to use these small groups kind of as a sounding board of other folks within the industry when um, they're having their own kind of issues either within like interpersonal um, HR related things, or if it's just kind of how you do better land management or how you do better destination marketing. Um, So that's been really neat to see those kind of small group interactions flourish and um, 
create some lasting networks and partnerships that we've seen that are still going on today, even three, four years after the first class. One of the people who went through the leadership journey is Heidi Pankow, who is currently the Tourism Promotion Project Manager for Visit Glenwood Springs, although she was in a different position at the time she went through the program in 2018. She credits the relationship she formed in helping her secure the position she is currently working in now after navigating a job loss and the uncertainty of the COVID-19 pandemic. One of the things that I, I appreciated the most about the program was the, the, the experiences that they planned for us, where we were able to meet face-to-face. -face. Wow, what a concept. <laughs> we, we did some great activities. We... Um, we, we really were able to, to, to dig deep into our own personal experiences with our journaling and, and, and the guest speakers that they had. Uh, it was just very well thought out and uh, very engaging. One of the, the most important pieces of the entire journey are the relationships that I took from it, from my classmates. I was able to reach out to several of those people that were in my class that I had developed relationships with, and were, I was able to talk through some some difficult things that were happening, um, so some you know situations that were outside of my control, and we were able to support and 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 share with each other and and bolster each other up. And it's those relationships that I think really had, had an impact on my ability to keep moving forward when things kind of fell apart during COVID. One of the key takeaways for Heidi early in the leadership journey was hearing from a speaker who helped her overcome a self-conscious concern she had about formal education. They were very, very um, thoughtful in the people that they selected to be our, our guest speakers. I can remember one of them, a, a, a pretty impactful, serious doubt about my, um, about my formal education that has sort of plagued me my entire life where I've always said, I wish that, I wish that, I wish that I had had been, had the opportunity to complete that. One of, one of the, the first guest speakers that they had for us, uh, it was in our first experience uh, after the kickoff. And she talked about the fact that she did not have that formal education. And yet she is one of the, the most highly thought of people in her field and, and very well respected and very well spoken. And there was, there was a major shift in my, in my perspective at that moment that I, I'm the only one that cares <laughs> that I was not able to finish that formal education I'm the only one that it bothers. Nobody else does, and that I'm I'm respected, and I have the ability to be successful and and recognized for my accomplishments without that particular piece of paper. So that was a major shift in in my perspective and and my thought process that I was I was good enough with with all of my life experience that I've I've accumulated. Sometimes experience is more important than education. So that was a huge, huge and and the Keystone folks had no idea, but that was the person and that particular um, experience that really had an impact on me. Heidi still reflects on the lessons she learned in the journey and continues to apply them both in her personal and professional endeavors, especially after successfully navigating the uncertainty of the last year. You know, um, during some some of the sessions, you know, we we did a lot of self reflection and things that we thought were our strengths and and things that um, that we felt that we were good at and. After this past year, uh, you know, kind of mentioned before, um, 
lost my position, uh, moved to a new city in the middle of a pandemic where you can't socialize with people. Uh, you know, there's just been a lot of a lot of changes. Um, so some of the, if I were to be sitting in the class right now, some of the words that I would use to describe myself would be very different than the ones that I used a couple of years ago. Um, for one thing, resiliency. Um, there was a lot of discussion about resiliency and being able to shift and, and pivot as things change and, and embracing those changes. And it's one of the most difficult things I think that humans have, have to do. Um, but I kept going back to that messaging and I kept looking at my notes about resiliency and about shifting and, and, and embracing and, and having courage to move forward in new situations that you might not be comfortable with. With the success of the Colorado Tourism Leadership Journey, other states are starting to take notice. There has even been a similar program established in Oregon based directly off of the one Keystone created for Colorado. Johanna explains. We have heard um, interest from other states as well as at, sort of at the national level for the national membership organization saying, wow, this is a really cool model. Um, you know, we're able to share some of the impacts and some of the testimonials that participants have shared um, with us, with them. Oregon's program is a direct result and a model directly off of our industry and or off of our program, it's nice we were able to keep in touch with them and you know share what we're doing and you know I think it's a real collaborative effort in terms of sharing ideas and and what's working and over the last year even with COVID how our programs have been impacted by the pandemic and how we can continue through these programs to help support the industry. This is the type of program that generates so much impact that reverberates beyond its initial delivery. Participants find the program an ideal way to advance their effectiveness as tourism leaders. For employers, it offers a cost-effective way to develop, reward, and retain top talent. And even though the program had to pause during the pandemic, it is now set to kick up again in June, looking to learn from the disruption of the last year. Last spring when COVID hit, the program was put on hold for a year. They, we've been doing some engagement virtually over the last year, but in June we will all... Um, meet for the first time since February of 2019. Um, and we'll really, you know, reassess where we all are, right? A lot has happened personally and professionally, but we're really looking at how can we use the theme of change in our personal and professional lives to help push us forward? How do we take this as an opportunity um, to learn and carry, carry the momentum to look for opportunities um, in our own lives, but also in the field and in folks' personal personal jobs and their own leadership style. How has the pandemic helped to shape, you know, your leadership style? This is, you know, folks have had to be intentional leaders in ways that they never imagined they had to. It's sort of been leadership under fire. And so how do we really take the time to reflect on that, <laughs> take a pause and say, oh my gosh, what happened? But unpack that what happened and use it to inform um, intentions in the future. Both the Common Higher Ground Workshop and the Colorado Tourism Leadership Journey show the resonating effect that capacity-building programs like the one at Keystone have, not only for individual leaders, but for the organizations and industries that they belong to. But perhaps what sets Keystone apart is the grounding of our capacity-building programs in learning how to harness the power of collaborative action, along with spurring the development of the whole individual, rather than just focusing on the technical skills of leadership. The combined effect of this approach is the current development of a generation of leaders committed to building a shared vision even among those with whom they disagree. 
This is just one of the ways in which Keystone empowers leaders to reach common higher ground, not only for today, but for the years to come. Keynotes is a production of the Keystone Policy Center, a 501c3 nonprofit organization based out of Keystone, Colorado, which for more than 45 years has empowered leaders to reach common higher ground. This episode has been made possible by a contribution from the Denver Foundation. If you would like to learn more about Keystone Policy Center, visit our website at keystone.org. Thank you.